music writer Julie Haidt on 91.1 WNXP. Two albums, an EP, and a couple of side projects into her still young career, Samia has filled her lyrics with intimate, well-formed questions. On her way to this point, the Lebanese-American indie singer-songwriter, who was WNXP's Nashville Artist of the Month, made some thoughtful decisions, like following her folks, actor Kathy Najimi and actor and comedic musician Dan Finnerty, into entertainment, and figuring out how to introduce her sharp eye for detail on her 2020 debut, The Baby, and moving here from New York City during the pandemic. I asked Sammy about all of that when we sat down for an interview, and I was especially interested in why she chose probing inquiry over pop certainty in her new songs. When you were getting into music, you had sources of influence that lots of teens getting into music have. Music they're discovering, music their friends are introducing them to, friends who are starting bands, but you also had adults who were professionals in the entertainment industry and doing a lot of different kinds of work in film and in music. And how did that shape your idea of what you wanted to do and what you could do? I feel really lucky to have had access to that at an early age because it gave me so much support and so much information that both left me feeling disenchanted with the entertainment industry and also so excited about the possibilities of it. I was able to witness up close and personal the whole spectrum of experience doing these kinds of jobs and how it can be so fulfilling and also so detrimental to some people. And I knew this is what I wanted to do, but I knew there was a way that I wanted to do it in a way that I wanted to honor my instincts and my health. An older interview where you said that there may be subtle Arabic melodic influences that kind of surface. And so I listened for that on Honey, the verse in Mad at Me, it begins on a surprising high note and the way that it moves, it's not necessarily confined to familiar Western pop structure. And I wonder if that was an example of those influences coming through. I can totally hear what you're saying about Mad at Me. I think far-reaching melodies have always had a place in my heart because of the way they're incorporated in musical theater and also a lot of Middle Eastern music. The music that I was raised on from both my extended Lebanese family and my immediate family. And I also just love to sing. I inadvertently give myself opportunities to experience the parts of my voice that feel the best for me. On The Baby, you were talking about that the album got its name from a nickname and there was a youthful persona attached to that. How did you move from that to what you've done with Honey, seeking other ways of developing your songwriting and bringing other kinds of maturity to it. I had not been as introspective as I would have liked to be. 
I had to face a lot of things alone during the pandemic. There were situations I wrote about on my first record. A lot of them I wrote about again for this record, just with a totally new vantage point after having been forced to grow during that solitude. You really did write from a place of being interested in the other feelings at play and the other perceptions at play. Yeah, I mean, I'm pathologically concerned with other people's feelings. And anytime I feel anything, especially anger, I try to look at it in the context of a court of law and weigh my argument against someone else's objectively, which is impossible for one person to do. (laughs) So, you know, there's a lot of going back and forth with that on this record. All of my songs are like desperate attempts at communication with people that I'm too shy or scared to actually communicate with. Is there a song that you feel like is the best example of that? Pink Balloon, we spent seven months writing because I wanted to try to tell the whole story. Let's pull it up and listen to a little bit of it and kind of see what stands out. Sometimes I speak on your behalf I'm nervous on the full moon When they can see it in your eyes Then you're about to hit the sky I'm hanging on the line That ties me to your pink balloon How am I supposed to want to hold it anymore? I'm remembering how hard we worked on getting those questions right. The questions were posed a lot of different ways leading up to that. It started out as a more bitter song, and I want it to be as considerate as possible. Well, you say that like it's an obvious thing, but I'm aware that in pop music, it's more prevalent to hear artists write in a way that comes off as being in the right And that is not how these songs feel at all. (laughs) Well, I've never experienced the feeling of being in the right. I really love to imagine being in someone else's shoes, and I always have. The musical presentation of the songs varies so wildly between some of the songs that you presented in the most intimate way in terms of the arrangement and the performance and other songs that you built out and polished into capital P pop songs. But there's the same level of attention to detail in the writing of all of those. What really played into presenting the songs in such different ways? I just like a lot of different things. I've always received that as a compliment and a criticism. Like, what is the through line? What is your sound? Which genre are you trying to fit into? And for better or worse, like, I just don't know. I really prioritize the storytelling and the feeling. And so when it feels like a song that's supposed to make you want to dance and feel a release, then like, we're going to try to make it sound that way. The sonic world sort of comes second to the poetry always. Have you felt that you have to choose between saying, I identify with the world of indie pop or identify with the world of indie rock or something entirely different than that? 
I used to be really concerned with that. I used to think there was more intellectual value in some genres than others, which is really false, I think, now. I just want to make music that makes people feel the release that I felt when I wrote it. I don't really care how it gets categorized. Samia spoke with me about her journey to Nashville and imagining what lay beyond her own vantage point as she wrote her new album, Honey. Find more Nashville Artists of the Month coverage at WNXP.org.